going on my friend how are you doing uh trying to send out some alerts or whatnot before uh we hit that hour actually we just hit it right now uh so i guess we can just get this started eric uh from Asheville just let me know uh, a little while ago that he may be running just a little bit late but he will be joining us he's trying to tie up another meeting that he was uh committed to but uh sen how's your day going man doing good um busy week busy you know busy times um but fun you know, that there's yeah, so much yeah. going on. Um, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, the holidays, right? Working through the holidays and, and the ever love of uh, what happens usually uh, within the markets during the holidays is it's always just an added joy to everything. So I see some people in the in the chat, in the in the group right now. Uh, just want to give them a quick shout out. Thank you, Terra Spaces, for being here. Um, I don't know if you are recording. Hopefully you guys are whenever I see Terra Spaces in here. I just kind of assume. Um, nonetheless, I really do appreciate you and uh, the work that you do, my friend. Keep up the good work. Uh, and for today's space, I just kind of want to preface and let everybody know this is an open conversation. This isn't by any means uh, me in, in a, any kind of official capacity uh, speaking for uh, any part of the Juno Charter uh, or as a member uh, within the Operation Subdial. Although it is hard to uh, you know separate the differences between their I do obviously hold a position on the member uh, subdial for the operation subdial, excuse me. Uh, and so th there's that. But I just want to be open. This is, uh, you know, uh, just a open discussion with the community, uh, primarily with CENCOM uh, and uh, the team members uh, from both Well and also um, from Eric and Ethan, if Ethan does uh, jump on with us as well from uh, Astro Vault. So we just kind of want to talk to the community or talk through uh, amongst ourselves as well. And if anybody would like to uh, jump in, uh, just raise your hand. We'll get you guys up on the platform. If you guys have questions or if you guys have concerns as well, I'm sure there will be many of that. Uh, but, you know, we want to discuss uh, what's going on with your guys' platforms, uh, first and foremost. And then, obviously, even though it's not an official capacity at all, I want to talk about, like, if there is synergies or benefits to, um, you know, building on top of Juno. Uh, so yeah, uh, Sen, if you want to start off, um, what's been going on with what you and the team have been doing? Well, that's a question I, I could probably fill the first 10 to 15 minutes in this space. But to, to make it real short, um, for those who don't know White Whale, um, and for those people who, who listen afterwards, so White Whale is a team um, that started building back in the glory days of Terra. Um, back then it was just, quote unquote, a protocol. Then after the crash, um, the, the team regrouped and whatever was left, you know, from from the funds and you know spirits, um, the team used to um, rebuild themselves. So fast forward um, one and a half years, 
the Whitewell team now um, runs more than a dozen validators, securing north of 20 million in delegations. It runs custom MEV solutions, so arbitrage and liquidation bots, on Injective, on Juno, on Chihuahua, on Migaloo, on Terra, on a lot of different chains. Um, further, the Whitewell team is pretty much the, the leading cross-chain um, builder. Um, you know, the team started building their decks and their flash loans, um, not only on one chain, but on multiple chains um, over a year ago. Um, right now, I think they're live on um, roughly a dozen chains. And um, to top it off, the Whitewell team further um, is the foundational team of the Migaloo chain, a permissionless cousin wasm chain um, with all the latest bells and whistles. Um, that's currently home to roughly half a dozen projects that, like White Whale, um, build interchain protocols. Together, um, they form something like a loose joint venture um, called the Ride Group because they kind of ride the whale. And um, the, the interesting thing here is that all these different projects have integrated white, the White Whale decks, the White, white Whale flash loans um, on their outposts. And together with help on you know, tokenomic design, smart contract architecture, reviews, marketing, community, grants, and so forth, um, they're able to really supercharge their growth and you know, build on more chains for more people. And that's a quite powerful thing. Right now, this right group that you know, led by, by the Whitewell team has around 40 million in TVL um, across almost 20 different chains in the Cosmos ecosystem. It features two liquid staking tokens, arbitrage vaults, DEX, flash loans, NFT marketplace, places, NFT P2P trading platform, games. It features a lending and borrowing market and soon also a um, price prediction market. And all these features, they are um, brought to or deployed on different chains where um, this right group tries to supplement and supercharge the growth of the respective ecosystem. So on Injective, it tries to increase the trading volume and keep the spread tight. On Terra, it, it tries to you know, build an exciting ecosystem so that the whole Terra ecosystem can flourish and build on top of. On Chihuahua, it tries to build an application foundation. So meme coins like Puppy or Treats, which um, up until a couple of days ago could be exclusive, only exclusively traded on White Whale, which is also where the most liquidity resides. And for example, on Luna Classic, um, the right group tries to help the community with their burns. And so um, this right group is you know, primarily trying to find win-win situations and help the respective chains to not reinvent the wheel with yet another DEX and yet another liquid staking token, but instead choose from a you know, broad variety of applications and build something unique and exciting on top. That's amazing. That is a mouthful to say the least. Uh, I'm kind of, uh, the whole time I'm listening to you, I'm kind of like smiling and, and laughing. And forgive me, guys. I just want to say, if you guys hear any kind of wind or some loud noises, I'm actually... Uh, outside of this humongous trampoline park that put my kids in there so I could have a moment to talk to you guys. 
Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I apologize if you guys hear that. Um, but no, I'm kind of I'm kind of laughing and smiling to myself as you um, kind of tried to explain. Uh, and I thought it was a really great explanation of you know what you guys do. But if, let me ask you because you guys do so much, so much. Uh, if you had to elevator pitch this, I mean, if you were sitting around the the Christmas dinner table and your relatives that didn't know anything about crypto asked you, like, what what does your business do? What do you do? Are you a do you do you um, and this is off off. I mean, this is recorded, but off the record, right? Like for you, Sen, do you look at yourself as like a developer team, a validator team, or like what? You guys are everything. So if the question comes up on on a on the Christmas dinner table, and it does a lot, and the question is always. Sencom, what are you actually doing? And this question has been popping up for years now. And you know, in the beginning, I, I tried to explain it, but it, it never worked. So now I just um, I like to say I'm unemployed and a houseman. So. <laughs> you just <laughs> I must stay, I work from home. That's all I do. Yeah, I do. you know, I, I fix dinner for my wife. You know, it's always nice in here. So. That's something everybody can relate to. I, I to, to be honest with you, um, and it was kind of a loaded question because I, I, I just wanted to kind of chime in and tell you what I see uh, you guys as. And that is like a, a business development team. Like you guys are developing multiple different arms and, and legs uh, for your business, which is great, right? Like uh, any business, any smart business should always be, be trying to capture value in many different um, ways, uh, especially in this market. You know, it's, it's uh, to be diverse, uh, in, in, in these kind of forms, I think is smart. Um, I absolutely love, like you said, when you ended the conversation or ended the discussion of, of explaining what you guys do, when you said that, you know, instead of these new chains or even old chains for that matter, cause we are going to be talking about obviously, uh, you know, how maybe you could benefit Juno, um, how you guys fit so perfectly, in my humble opinion, um, for not just, you know, though, but for a lot of chains that, that need these features, that need this cross-collaboration of sorts. Um, so I don't know if you wanted to kind of build on that a little bit more. Uh, maybe, maybe talk about the successes that you've had thus far with the, with, the, with the groups and projects and teams that you've been working with. Could you give us an example of that? Sure. Um, let, let's, so we have two programs. Um, the names are a little bit cheesy. So... The first program is directed at teams, application builders that like to, you know, go to the next level. They like to, you know, get help with politics, get help with infrastructure, get help with, you know, have a more experienced team look over their smart contracts, their front ends, their system design, their tokenomics, get help with community, and in general, you know, enter the room, you know, with more open doors, you know, in front of them. And and that's the the right program. So in a sense, you ride the whale. Um, and I don't think it's corny at all. By the way, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's you know, oftentimes it's it's one of the battle cries of the uh, community. Um, you ride the whale, and it's also very memeable. And um, we we've had great success so far um, with this um, with this program. Um, we've been able to onboard Eris Protocol, which is the second largest liquid staking provider in the whole cosmos, um, and also a provider of arbitrage vaults and various um, pretty cool DeFi, you know, complex DeFi automation tools and strategies. So all in all, very high TVL, um, great project. No token yet, airdrop 
um, for every chain that works with us. Yeah, just a little side shell here. Then Backbone Labs, also a liquid staking provider with um, cross-chain. Obviously, everything here is cross-chain, so liquid staking provider and the leading cross-chain NFT marketplace. So instead of, um, you know, like Stargaze having one NFT marketplace that, you know, gets all the attention, like Osmosis, one DEX that gets all the attention, um, the idea of Backbone Labs is to bring NFT marketplace to the chains um, they deploy on so the chains can build their own community, their own identity, and at the same time reap the benefits from increased usage of the, you know, host chain. And they managed to combine this, you know, DeFi elements of the liquid staking token and the NFT elements of the marketplace in um, something that's very unique and called NFTFi, where you can stake some selected NFT collections to earn yield and gain governance rights for the liquid staking protocol. Then another protocol you all pro probably know, um, which is Raccoon, also another OG project that has been building through the bear. And um, they decided to, to join the, um, the ride program as well. Um, like the others, they got a um, what's now quarter million dollars grant, um, which they used to um, build more projects, expand more aggressively cross-chain, and just um, you know have the benefit of working together with multiple teams and all that comes from it you know, with tight integrations, with easy listings, OTC deals, lending and borrowing, and so on. And then we have Ginkgo, uh, which is the, the latest addition to, to the um, pot, a lending and borrowing market um, that currently serves the highest yield of native USDC on Migaloo, where, or in the whole cosmos, with, with I think, roughly 50%. Um, so those are the teams that, you know, have joined this right program. And then we have, you know, we have this offer of applications, you know, the suit of applications and utility that we can bring to different chains because building all that, you know, it's, it's almost a dozen different apps. Building all that would require you millions in dollars, like cold hard cash. You need to pay probably north of 15 developers for half a year, a year, to build all of this yourself. And then you don't even have the guarantee that it's done in a timely manner, it's done at all, or it's done with sufficient quality. But our things, they're live, they're working. Dozen chains, some apps are live on 20 chains, you know, roughly 40 million in TVL and thousands of users. So that's a very lucrative thing for new and existing chains. So we have a specific program to provide a framework for collaboration. And the idea is, if you're an app builder, join the right program to you know, upgrade to the next level. If you're a chain and you, want, you don't want to build you know, everything on your own, you join the sale program and that um, will provide you with, it's like a pick and choose. I want an NFT marketplace, I want a DEX, I, want, I don't want games, but I want lending and borrowing. So you can pick and choose. Then we come up with a, you know, we align incentives so that the host chain is interested in us succeeding and we're interested in them succeeding. And then we have a good deal, a win-win deal. And then we go for it. Like on Chihuahua, um, they, um, just to give you an example, 
they deposited what's now $2 million worth of liquidity into our decks, into our stable pairs. At the same time, they did an OTC deal with the Migaloo Foundation into a Huawei whale pool, which currently has a million dollars in TVL. I think it's one of the highest Huawei pools you know, anywhere. And in return, we're providing them all the different you know, applications they can use to fuel the meme craze that they currently experience, which, which wouldn't be possible. People wouldn't be able to trade puppy or treats. The tokens wouldn't exist without the DEX and the support of the right group on Chihuahua. So we're helping them. And at the same time, because we want to support this chain specifically, we sometimes do custom work for them. So on Chihuahua, we have very special burn pools so that every time you trade puppy, it burns puppy forever. That's amazing. Like I, the one thing that I absolutely love about whenever, whenever I think about you guys, like I can't help but think about like you guys, while many projects and teams and protocols want to be the bigger picture that everybody like frames and just, Ooh, no, nah, like, look at my, look at my big picture that I have my Mona Lisa, you guys like, and I hope this doesn't come up, but like, I, it's a super big compliment in my, in my opinion though. But when I think about you guys, like you guys are like, I want to be part of the puzzle. I want to be part of the, everything else that's special and bring it all together. And like when people look at it, they see that it's like bits and pieces of everything that's great within the ecosystem coming together and working together to be useful. Like you said, to find that win, win, win for everybody. And I, I absolutely have always loved that uh, feel about you guys. Um, with that being said, I do, see, I, I do see that we have Eric join us. Uh, Eric from Astro Vault. Eric, how's you, how are you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm, I'm getting by. Sorry I'm late, you guys. Uh, just yeah uh, after all hasn't paid the bills we've done no raise we're completely bootstrapped and part of that bootstrapping has taken as many side jobs as we can and just had a, a customer call run run way too far over but i'm here i'm ready to talk and grow the fuck hey it's we don't blame you man we love you for it brother hey if you weren't a hustler i don't know i don't know what i would say but i i know you uh, and ethan uh and you know we've had conversations for quite a while but if anybody doesn't know uh you guys personally, which would be baffle me, would absolutely baffle me. Uh, and Astrobolt, if you don't mind, uh, Eric, could you uh, run people through what or who you are? And also uh, tell us a little bit about Astrobolt. Yeah. Hey guys. Uh, I'm Eric. I do rogue tokenomics. Um, yeah. Just background in economic philosophy. Got into the gaming industry for a long time. Been here in crypto since 2017. Just trying to contribute, trying to build things that um, will more sustainably grow decentralized business in a way that makes sense, in a way that we can compete with uh, with what has happened and is globally and has shown not to work. So, uh, yeah, I do a lot of tokenomics. I, a lot of people knew me for um, working for Labs. I designed their tokenomics. I worked there for like nine months. I still help and advise. Um, but I just, yeah, go around and try to help tokenomics grow more sustainably and better and make tokens better than what uh, people are used to with things like stock. I can't, I can't think that you're like, you have any shortage of work though, if that's what you do, especially in the Cosmos ecosystem. I feel like uh, restructuring or revamping tokenomics is, uh, yeah, I think I feel like that would be a lucrative bit uh, job or task. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I came to the place with the best tech and the worst economics, so I, I do have a pretty nice niche here. Um, I, I have quite a quite an assortment of products I've helped out along the way. Um, yeah, so it's it, it's goodness by we've gotten by this far. I haven't had to go back to my my old day jobs. It's been nice. 
Well, let's let's uh, let's kind of expand on that uh, because I think that's what really makes Ashavolt shine. Uh, excuse me, I'm walking in the shade and the breeze is like making me. Oh, it's so freaking cold. Um, tell us about Ashavolt. What makes Ashavolt different? What you know? What makes it so special? I've read the white paper several times. I've spoken to you guys several times. But could you explain it to everybody else? Uh, as this is what you do, as you said. Uh, you know, tell us tell us more about Ashavolt. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you one thing that makes us different and the one thing that I think makes us special. What makes us different is we're the first DEX to monetize its liquidity. Um, we, like, if Uniswap was a science fair project trying to prove that Coinbase could exist on chain through smart contracts, they did that. Um, but they didn't do it in a way that, like, actually makes sense, in a way that actually generates revenue. They launched a token because they didn't make any revenue from it and convinced people to buy it because it was new and novel, but we could do a lot better than that. But Coinbase has adjusted its model a whole lot. They're earning revenue from the assets that they have in liquidity because they're putting them to work and they only need to keep, like they have their Ethereum state. They have their Atom stake. <laughs> they're earning ETH and Atom from it just sitting there and they only need to keep enough liquid to process withdrawals. Well, we're the first deck to enable that um, in DeFi. So that just the liquidity that's sitting on our exchange is earning us revenue, which means that now we can justify giving out these farming rewards because like, we're not just giving it and printing and earning nothing. It's in remuneration for what we're earning from the assets being on our chain, plus the, um, plus the staking fees or the trading fees. So it's, um, that part's different. What I think makes us special is like, as Semcom was talking about and, and really, really does do, they do tons of customizable work for all of their different clients, for all of their partners, they make sure they can fit and help wherever and however they can do better everyone that they work with. And it's awesome to watch. We do a lot of the same stuff in that, like by sitting there and instead of like earning ETH, like we're earning Adam, we're earning Arch, we're earning Jackal, we're earning Deck. We need those projects to succeed or else those areas of our treasury don't help. So while other DEXs might just kind of like uh, yeah, sure, we'll list your token, whatever, and not care about it. We need to drive product market fit, marketing, biz dev, in addition to hosting all the infrastructure for these chains. And so we do tons of customized work for um, really growing other decentralized businesses. We are not AMM maxis. We're not asking you guys to be AMM maxis. We're not trying to grow a community of AMM maxis. We are a business <laughs> that can help grow decentralized business and help be a catalyst for all of these other world changing ideas. And we'll do everything we possibly can to make that happen. Yeah, I absolutely. I, I love it. And, you know, like I said before, you know, I've talked to you with you guys many times. I myself like to think that I'm a pretty good businessman. Uh, and I do believe that what you both, uh, as far as individuals and your projects and what you guys are working with, with your teams, uh, you know, are also uh, the same. Uh, you guys are looking for sustainability, uh, maintainability, but and growth, obviously. Uh, at the end of the day, um, and you know, being now and again, guys, this is not me. I gotta say this over and over because this is recorded. This is not an official space uh, from the Juno Operation SubDAO or any part of the charter. This is just me wanting to have an open discussion uh, between us and the community. So again. If anybody would ever like to chime in and ask any one of us questions, you can feel free to do so. We'll bring you up here. Uh, but I wanted to kind of bring, um, you know, all of this to the discussion uh, of like, how do you guys think that you guys could help, uh, you know, further Juno? Uh, obviously, like, you know, I know if nobody's known, uh, you guys both have a history and an ongoing, I guess, uh, relationship uh, with the chain. Uh, I know uh, the well has 
you know, uh, put in proposal. Send if you want to talk about this, you can definitely do so. Like maybe kind of like the past history, what you guys were offering, uh, and, and in return, what people could maybe expect from the Juno community. Uh, and then also after that, Eric, if you don't mind kind of following up where you guys kind of are as a platform, as a team, uh, in trying to build a relationship with Juno and maybe, you know, to be very honest, you can be very open, uh, some of the roadblocks and also some of the promising things that you may have heard as well. Uh, but Syncom, go ahead, go first. Sure. Um, so the the history of Juno and Whitefield starts, I think, right after the Terra crash. Um, um, at, at that time, there was the, the Terra Emergency Fund um, brought forward by a couple of Juno members. I think Kevin from Oni Validator was spearheading it. And um, Whitewell um, got a, um, a grant there. Um, to be frank, it wasn't very large, but it was still um, a, you know, a gesture of um, you know, collaboration and friendship um, that we gladly took. In return, um, we, once our new, you know, the, the new vision of Whitewell came to life, um, Juno was um, the, the first chain to, together with Terra, the first two chains that um, were deployed on. And the Juno community got an airdrop of Whale when the token launched back in February this year. And since then, um, the deployment, I think, on Juno happened around September last year. So it's over a year now. And since then, um, a couple of those rights or, you know, Right group members like Raccoon, like Eris Protocol, like Backbone Labs have deployed their applications on Juno. Um, unfortunately, we, we never really had the, never really got traction on Juno. We had, you know, a stable DEX. Whitewell is still the, the oldest, still working DEX on Terra, uh, on, on Juno. And we have, you know, we have a lot of diff- lots of different products and even more products in the pipeline that we could deploy, like, NFT marketplace, automated arbitrage for the whole ecosystem, lending and borrowing, um, more games, and so on. But we we never really felt we we had the the traction on Juno, the the um, you know the support from core team or community. Um, so um, we we never came to um, deploy those applications when there's no market demand. Um, remember, you know it's it's business after all. So we, we've been trying to, for over a year, try to get a foothold there. Um, it never really worked. We had, at one time, we had a very official proposal up on chain where we outlined everything that we already did, everything that we um, want to do, and how we can align incentives and work together to achieve um, more together. Um, unfortunately, the proposal got voted down, um, but in the aftermath, um, Although a little bit disappointed, we we said that we're going to continue working, um, building on Juno and working with Juno. And um, it seems like now, roughly half a year after the this proposal failed, we are starting to see some more traction and recognition from the Juno community. Like, you know, Juno Swap isn't there anymore. Wind, I don't know. I think it works, but you could argue it's not there. Loop, same story. So um, when it comes to the question, what do we do with DEXs? Um, you know, how, how can we attract more builders, more applications? It, it's final. We're finally starting to get to a point where there's there are more eyes on us, um, which is which is great. 
um, the Signal team, um, one of the OG Juno projects um, with whom I've been in contact for, oh, I think, over two years now. Um, great guys. Um, they, they just recently opened a pool, um, I think today, on our Juno outpost. Um, so you can trade the token there. And and so I think we're starting to gain traction. Um, Gelato, Crypto Dungeon have um, spun up their validators on Migaloo. Um, so I hope this is really just the, the beginning of a more closer relationship where um, all the, this, like the, the dozen of different apps that we bring to the table and utilities and liquid staking and arbitrage and lending and so on finally get some recognition, usage, so we, we can bring even more to the chain like NFT marketplaces and um, we, we can hopefully work together and, um, you know, grow the pie in a sense, although I hate the word. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, Ron, second. I know I said this earlier. Uh, as I bring people up here, uh, if you guys could wait to, to interject until uh, the speakers are done, I'd, I'd appreciate it. And please, for the life of me, don't be an a-hole because I'll just take you off. <laughs> Eric, if you want to go ahead. Uh, yeah, first off, props to Sencom. I know it's been uh, really difficult working with Juno with everything that happened to you guys with Prop 16. Um, but <laughs> uh, no, it's good to see you guys still working there. I uh, love seeing what you guys are doing with Signal. Uh, a little bit of background with us and Juno. Um, yeah, didn't work super closely for long uh, when we got you know screwed over by Secret and we're looking for new homes. We reached out and got completely ghosted uh, by Juno and Lou of Wind, which we told everybody, hey, this doesn't make sense. The same way we said about Loop and about Fortis and about all of the other stuff that um, has hurt everybody and Chain and all of it. Um, we've always said we're the solution to these experiments. Um, so it's I'm glad we're on good speaking terms now. Like we still believe in the Juno community. We've always wished the best and hoped the best for you guys. Um, but there's a reason that we weren't involved in that. And that's because we we are really good at this kind of stuff. So some of the feedback we're getting right now that we're kind of struggling with and really could use all of you guys' help getting through is uh, one feedback is, hey, we're not comfortable with you guys doing new stuff. We like things to be done the way they've always been done. And two, we don't understand why you're any different. Everything that's ever been done here has rugged us. And uh, trying to walk through the correlation between those two things and why something different could lead to a different result um, when we called all the rugs before they rugged. So uh, <laughs> yeah, um, we love the Juno community. We want users, we want community, we want to grow decentralized business and that has to start with decentralization. Everything Juno is doing just with the sub DAOs, with the centralized governance is 100% the way to get there, at least I think. I haven't seen this kind of thing done before. I'm actively watching. I'm a huge fan of Ray Raspberry. We've had some great conversations about this kind of stuff. Uh, and we want to support that. <laughs> we want that to happen. Whether it's Juno, whether it's anywhere, like we need to understand how decentralized leadership can take place. Because while I know how like decentralized business can work um, in growth, in sales, in commission that is separate from interviews and official um, job titles and whatnot, that I don't know how projects can survive past their founding teams. And we're seeing that happen live with Juno and it's beautiful. So um, yeah, we wanna get involved. We wanna learn from you guys. Similarly, we want to help create a direction because decentralization often leads to lack of direction, lack of cohesion. And um, we're a catalyst everywhere we work. 
we help do everything we can to better all the products that we're actively working with. And what we're doing with the cross-chain implementations is stuff that has not been done in Cosmos yet, where it'll give Juno access to other chains. It'll give DAOs access to other projects that they wouldn't normally or easily be connected to. Um, and then, yeah, all the marketing, all the educational material, all the everything else we can possibly do to support, provide help, boosted APR if you've got a crypto dungeon, like NFT, like however we can help. We're going to do all kinds of cool shit to do it. Yeah. Um... So I, I know I said this wasn't an official capacity at all space, but this is just me to be very honest with you guys, um, trying to put on and uh, facilitate conversations with the community. I do want to make uh, kind of clear for anybody, because I think it's important. Um, you know, it's unfortunate to, to listen to the stories. I was there throughout the whole time. I watched both, uh, like both interactions uh, with you guys and with your teams, uh, with the Juno community at that time, or the leaders that were involved at that time making decisions, uh, you know, and I, and I watched it play out, and it was unfortunate. Um, and I've been very active. You know, this is just my opinion. I've been very uh, active in saying, you know, that we need to do things a little differently than than what we have. There's a saying, right? And I, I've been saying it quite often. It's not my saying. It's my, actually Albert Einstein, uh, which I like to think he's a pretty smart guy. But uh, you know, we can't fix the problems. Uh, that we have with the same thinking that brought us those problems. Um, and so while I understand the overall sentiment, because again, I was affected by a lot of this as an investor into Juno and as a participant uh, and believer and supporter of Juno, just like everybody else within the community, like it's, it's, it's really hard um, when you have those bad ex experiences. I, I go back and forth with my, with my examples is like dating and stuff like that, where, you know, you've been smacked around, you've had your heart broken from your exes and it's just been nothing but drama the entire time. So it makes it kind of hard to go out there on a limb and date uh, and put yourself out there. But, you know, we, we, we do need to, in my humble opinion, you know, regardless of how sour it might taste and how uh, scary it might be, we do need to put ourselves out there if we're ever going to quote unquote live again. You know, I don't want to get too cheesy about things um, with my, my, my examples, but yeah, I do want to kind of like, uh, as you guys both said, your, your stories, and explain to everybody, remember when they say Juno, they're not talking about the now Juno. They're talking about the, the people that were making decisions uh, in the past for Juno. Uh, and regardless if it was good or bad, like I'm not trying to talk bad about them. It's, it's a different ballgame now, especially with, uh, with the charters. There's, you know, there's, 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 it's, it's really the community now that gets to actually uh, really, truly uh, weigh in on these, these conversations. And you know, and get in there and, and make a make a change and make those decisions now as a community. So um, I absolutely love that you guys haven't disengaged, even though it didn't go your guys' way or hasn't thus far, maybe, um, if you don't mind me saying that. But, you know, I think with these discussions, uh, there can only be, you know, it can only be good. Like uh, engagement and interaction and education uh, is, is good if you're looking at it in, in a positive way instead of like, always trying to shoot everything down that comes your way. Uh, and that's all we're trying to facilitate it with this conversation. Uh, we do have people that jumped up in here, Sen, if you don't mind, I know he's been waiting patiently. Um, Fest, if you wanna go ahead and ask a question to our guest, and then I'll bring up Toji. I don't know if that's how you say it. Uh, Fest, Mike is, Mike is yours. If not, I'm gonna just remove you. Just in case, because it's sketchy sometimes. <laughs> All right, if you uh, come back and you want to ask, if you come back and want to ask a question, just uh, just raise your hand again. Uh, actually, Toe, I'm sorry, I'm not saying it right. You'd like to ask a question to our guest? Is it just me? 
can you guys hear me? It's like, you guys want to be speakers, but nobody's asking questions. Toji, going once, going twice. All right. Well, if you guys actually do have some questions or feedback or something that you guys want to say, again, it's just open. We'll bring you up here. Uh, Sencom, go ahead, bud. Yes, I have one question. Um, I think it's great that the junior community is, you know, took over the leadership um, off of the chain and with the charter. Um, I, I'm probably not even as close as you know, as, as deeply involved as as you are, Tank, or other community members. But I I wonder, um, the the chain itself, like the community pool, and um, the decisions on software upgrades is still decided by the validators. And um, does, does the charter, you know, the people on the charter and the community have really aligned interest with the, valid, with the top validators, say the top 10 validators who effectively decide what, what's get, what gets passed, what gets funding and what not? That's a really good question. And, and, and to be very honest with you, one um, that I've tried to wrestle with internally myself uh, as, you know, as I um, willingly have put myself into this position, like I've said, uh, behind closed doors and, and obviously open on stage, and I'll say it right now, this is recorded, it's going to definitely be an uphill battle uh, to get the voting power that ultimately does make the decisions on board on, and on um, and in line with the community as well. Uh, we could do everything that we're doing, but if the top validators, you know, just for whatever reason don't want to, it's it's for not, right? And so that's that's to be honest with you, that's that's the that's the challenge. Uh, but again, I think I think it's just um, education and kind of having these validators realize that to engage and to work with the community would probably behoove them more so than. Uh, working against the community because again like validation is a is a business right like you're you're doing it for profit hopefully I, I hope everybody looks at what they do uh in this space as a you know as a hopefully a profitable business venture um and you know if if we don't i've been saying this a lot recently and i don't mean to beat a dead horse but i guess i do you know if we don't do anything to to drive innovation and development and use case for the chain what good does it do you to say no to everything and then eventually wither off and die. Like that, make, that makes absolutely no sense. If you want to validate and you want to have the chain go on, like you need to have some give and take, I guess is what I would say uh, to everybody in the upper echelons of, of validation for the Juno chain. Like it, it, it behooves you, uh, you know, sometimes to work with the pe things and people that you don't necessarily agree with, but you know, you're taking risks, you're taking chances because that might actually, uh, give you the opportunity to to have a longer business uh, in in the chain that you're validating. So, yeah, I'm going to bring back uh Toji again because they're requesting. You got you got to speak though, brother. But d does that make sense, Eric uh said? It does. And, and while while Toji is is coming up, um I might as well comment a little bit. Um I think the validator question, you know, who's actually in charge of, of the software upgrades, of the governance on chain. It, it, it's really, the longer the chain exists, the harder it is to, to bring change because people forget their wallets. People, you know, they lose their keys, they, they die, you know, hopefully not, but those things happen. And the validators typically that are in the top 10, 
they don't fall out of the active set anytime soon. So um, th th really, when, when you launch a new chain, for example, you need to be very, very careful. Like who's on top and who, it's like, like with a baby, you know, you, you can't, um, you know, give birth to a baby and then, you know, set it outside and, you know, let it, you know, hunt its own food. You need to, you know, grow, nurture the baby until uh, it's, you know, yeah, you know, until it's able to fulfill its purpose on its own. And I think it's the same with, with decentralization. Um, if, if you go 100% decentralized right at the beginning, you get, you know, a baby, you know, the baby grows up without any support, basically. So I, I think um, what we did at Migaliu is we selected the validators, you know, who, who gets, you know, who, who gets a, you know, preferred access and who not. And um, obviously now, we, we don't control it anymore. The Migalu Foundation doesn't control the chain or the governance in, in any capacity. But, um, and the active set is open. You know, people can you know, join it or leave it as they see fit. But we've managed to um, position the, the validators or the teams that actually drive value to the chain and have a vested interest in, ex in its success um, where they should be. So if you look at the top 20 validators or top 15 validators, not top 20 validators, you see um, most of them are protocols building on chain. You know, we have Gingto right on top. We have PFC um, from Backbone Labs. We have NFT Switch. We have Enigma. We have auditors. We have community validators. So um, it, it's really important to, to create this alignment um, with your validators. And unfortunately, the longer um, or the older the chain is, like with kids, the hardest to change it. Um, just, just a side note. Yeah, they kind of get set in their ways, and their position uh, within the environment that they're in is kind of like enrooted uh, more so, and it makes it a lot harder uh, to, you know, to convince them otherwise of of, of their practices. I, I totally, I totally get it. And you know, that is a, it's a, it's a growing frustration for myself personally, uh, being a community member, much like many of you. Uh, within the Cosmos ecosystem, because this is not just a Juno issue, which, you know, we'll go back to Juno specifically, but this is a Cosmos, this is a proof of stake, this is a, this is the double-edged, triple-edged sword, maybe, if you want to call it that, uh, of our, uh, our ecosystem. You know, on one end, you can say, oh, this is great, uh, but at the other side, there's a whole nother problems that go along with that great. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Toji, do you, do, can you speak now, or? Because I could go on about this topic for a while, but I'll give you a chance. Yeah, to talk yeah, 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 I can, I can speak. Uh, sorry about that. It's just fucking in Southeast Asia. It's 11 o'clock at night, you know. I'm a bit tipsy already. Yeah, but the docs what I sent you about the vision and everything what I got behind, like, uh, overall, this is what I can tell. Cosmos ecosystem, they need the creator, they need the MacTurks. MacTurks, which is mean the people who create things. Like, example, recently I found it like, okay, it's a meme coin which is nude, yeah? And there is a people from the nude community who decided to make by their own self because they believe in the coin or whatever is it, they decide to make a NFC PFP uh, project. This example, like a 
Newt One or whatever his name is in, he fucking doing amazing job when it comes to 3D interactive websites. It's like, you know, like, it's hard for me to explain what I got in my mind, but in my opinion, to Juno and Cosmos to succeed, we need to have a creators and builders. The most important is something like uh, builders and creators, but on them, on themselves. You know, like we don't gonna push those people to do stuff. They need to do stuff if they're gonna believe in the chain. Like example, this uh, Marv one, he believe in Juno and he believe in fucking ne- and Neutron. He's building a website and he's uh, ready to pay for everything by himself. You know, he's... Uh, yeah, I think I got you. I think we, we need builders. We need developers. We need apps. We need apps. Yeah, need yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I totally, like example, totally like, uh, like this, what do you say, Tank? Like, example, if we're going to have a one DAO DAO, I'm going to be the first person who's going to send you this DAO DAO uh, 100 between 200 dollars as a fundamental dollar worth for marketing strategy, you know. Because I do believe if these people who is creators, and I know there's a lot of creators and builders. Because if in Newt, which is MimeFi, people coming from out of blue and they're creating website which is 3D interactive website. And there's people who are creating bots. And there's people who are creating other things. That means the junior has the potential to get those traction, which is traction of new economy, to the chain and start building, you know, being open source for the people. I don't know, like, it's for me to hard put in my words, but... I do believe Juno has a big potential to succeed as an interoperable uh, chain for intersecurity of like Ethereum, Polygon, and other chains, you know? Yeah, no, I I, I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. I think uh, everybody, the reason why everybody's here is because everybody still believes that, you know, that there is the possibility if, and I'll be quite frank, uh, if the Juno upper echelons could take their heads out of their ass. I'll, I'll be just very honest because I'm speaking as myself today and allow to take on uh, a little bit of risk so that we can in, 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 entice. Uh, I can only, we, right now we're broke. We can't, even, we can't even incentivize. So like we have to find kind of unique ways to entice development and activity on the chain. Uh, and that's why we're having this space today. It's like, you know, I think, uh, sorry if you don't mind muting you, you, you might. Um, you know, that's kind of why we're, that we're having the conversation today is because, you know, I think, um, there you go. Sorry, I did it for you. Uh, we have, we have, you know, we have teams that have platforms that could bring this kind of uh, development, bring this kind of activity. I see Backbones down there. I see Yieldmost. Uh, you know, we're talking about Astrobot. We're talking about Well Program, like Well in general. Uh, you know, I think, I think personally, you know, if we allow ourselves uh, instead of always thinking about the past, but if we allow ourselves into some kind of capacity to start, you know, reaching out to these kind of projects and teams and, and, and individuals that are willing to start, you know, 
working for that activity, really working for that activity. Because to be honest with you, Juno doesn't have much to offer other than uh, an active community. We're broke from what it looks like. We have a community pool, which is like hard to touch, right? Everybody gets really protective. Yeah, of that. But we have like, I can tell you, like, we the, the most broke and fucking poverty shit. Sorry to say that, you know, like, um, we are the beggars on the streets, you know, like, uh, but... Yeah, it's, it's funny yeah. to me because I, I it feels like we're, like, you know, there's a saying, beggars can't be choosers, but, like, we're the biggest, we're the biggest choosers in the world. And it's like, what right? And for me, again, I'm just speaking, like, very open and frank. Where the hell... Is everybody getting this entitlement from as, as far as like the Juno chain? Like maybe at one point when we were at 10, 20, 30, $40, but let's be real with where we are and what we have to offer. Like we have permissionless smart contracts. We have a strong community. We're innovating and doing crazy governance things that nobody's ever done. But we are definitely not rolling in the dough. We can't be sitting there giving our, our, our sticking our nose up in the air saying, no, 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 no. We, we want, we want, we want. We've got to be willing to give a bit. Uh, and so with that being said, uh, I would like to bring it back to Eric um, and, and, and Sen. Eric, starting with you first. Uh, I know you've been, you know, I've been in these conversations. I've, I've, I've listened. Um, and again, this is not a, in any way, shape, form, official uh, space uh, from the Operation SubDAO or any of the charter. This is just me as a community member and me being me trying to, uh, you know, spark conversation and discussion between uh, how, like, if you don't mind doing this again, I know you've done this a bunch of times. How can you help us, Eric? How could you help Juno? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, I'm a hell of a community member. <laughs> I'm super involved. Oh, no, I can't hear Eric. Can everybody else hear Eric? Did I get rugged? You got rocked. Um, no. Uh, yeah, let me hop out and hop back in one sec. I can't pull one. I can't pull one of those. Uh, there you go. Yeah, I can. I I can see Kamu is speaking and uh, Eric. Yeah, I'm waiting hey, to hear from them. I can hear you now. That good old X or Twitter just doing their thing. <laughs> All right, again. cool. Yeah. Go. So, like, first and foremost, I'm a hell of a community member. <laughs> like, I get involved. I put my hands to everything I possibly can uh, to nurture and grow so, to be the change I want to see in the world. Right. But as far as Astrovault goes, it's like what. How does Juno succeed? <laughs> and I'm not getting nearly enough answers at all, let alone coherent answers or um, consensus answers for how Juno succeeds, um, which needs to be solved because a decentralized government needs to have a cohesive direction with which to go. I believe that Juno succeeds by commoditizing this block space, by being the place to build, by selling its block space, which is what it creates, and by just having this relentless user base. And that means that as a community, in order for us to make Juno succeed, not only do we need to get more builders in here, which we don't really have a path to doing yet, but we also need to go make sure we use every application that builds here. We need to showcase these user numbers where people might build on like Neutron or Archway, which don't really have a strong community currently, um, and be like, oh cool, we can get funding there, uh, maybe, <laughs> or, but we can't get users, we can't get anybody to care. If we can just embody this and be like, yo, if you build here, we will care so damn much about what you build. We will all use it. We'll have a weekly space where everybody just gets involved. Everybody gives their thoughts. And that will drive up the numbers that help the builders, that entices them to build on Juno cheaper than they will other places. Uh, then, too, what Astrovault does is it enables all of these builders to function, to have 
um, additional value and additional utility for whatever they're building and interoperate with any other partners we can tie them in with interchain. We'll get them connected to Jackal. We'll make sure they, they're using Jackal storage. Hell, we'll pay for some Jackal storage for them. Uh, we'll have them interoperate. We're like, uh, if you build a DAO on Juno, you can now equip Stargaze NFTs like say, Crypto Dungeons launch there on Stargaze. You can equip those to your pools to earn boosted APR to have additional utility. We're bringing a launch pad where if you need to get some fundraising to and by the community, you have access to that immediately, not even charging anything, just asking for more liquidity to help things function better on Juno, to interoperate with the interchain on Juno, to sell that block space and to engage this activation um, for and by the community. So like we really see AstroVault as like kind of a central hub that makes Juno work. The the interoperations with DowDow, like if you have AXV, you can vote on Atom governance props. But if you have Juno, you'll vote on AXV, which votes on Atom governance props. We're gonna be the curve of Cosmos. But on top of that, the curve wars on AstroVault are gonna be way more legit. So yeah, um, we know that Juno can succeed. We'd love to help bring a cohesive uh, vision to enable it to succeed, um, but it's not just going to happen. <laughs> like, it, <laughs> we have to have a reason to even build on Juno, you know? Um, talking about, like, oh, we can't pay builders. We're one of the only ones that aren't acting for, asking for money. We're just asking for liquidity. And if we have a bunch of Juno, then we're going to care about making it succeed the same way we're constantly shilling to center and jackal because we need them to succeed because that pumps our bag. Right, right. I totally get it. Sencom, same question for you, buddy. Well, that was a hell of a pitch, Eric, man. And I, I know the trouble for liquidity. You know, I tried that pitch as well with, with the junior community. No grant, just just liquidity injection. We keep all the money. Um, yeah, didn't work out. <laughs> Let's see next time. Let's see next time. We're, we're sure going to um, not stop, just we got rejected once. Um, so what can, you know, White Whale or the, the right group more broader bring to Juno? Uh, I think it already brings um, quite quite a few apps to Juno, and there's probably three airdrops that Juno community could get from projects securing tens of millions in TVL that haven't launched their token yet, um, but will uh, or would drop to Juno if it were to um, work together with them. And we probably have five or six more applications ready to go um that are just waiting like we have an nft marketplace and an nft p2p trading platform and that's literally just waiting for an nft collection to come up and say hey we're ready to go um we have arbitrage walls more games we're working on it we're working on it um you know we have a lending market that's just waiting for the juno community to seed a little bit juno and the stable pit or the the liquid staking pair um, on our decks, so Juno could get listed on a lending market. So th there's already a lot of things there um, that we did in the past over the last year, from Whale Airdrop and all these applications. But th there's probably double or triple more if you know the Juno community takes, you know, takes the charge, and and you know works together with us. I love it. I love it. So let me ask. <laughs> I'm going to be frank, whatever, in your guys' opinions, and don't pull any punches, please. Um, when the community shot down the, the injection of liquidity ask, uh, basically by both teams, right? Or Eric, like, I guess, like, they've been, I don't know, I guess not, I guess not officially, but, uh, like, why do you think that? Like, if you were to put, try to put on their shoes, 
do you think it's simply as, as easy as like they've been saying, like, we're just scared to take risk? Or like, wh- what is your guys' reaction? What, did, what went through your guys' head when it happened? First, Sencom and then Eric. So in, in Cosmos, you have the, um, you can call it problem or you can call it feature that most validators don't just validate one chain. They validate multiple chains and they typically have a business model around it. And if that validator is aligned with a competitor of yours or has a business model that would suffer from your, um, your, you gaining traction or growth, then the validator will uh, more often than not vote in his own interest rather than in the specific ecosystem's interest that he's validating currently. Because remember, it's the top 10 validators who decide what passes and what not. And yeah, so, so that's one of the reasons why I think these props, um, even though they, um, for, for any outsider that just looks at it, it seems like a no-brainer, but then um, happen to get brutally downvoted. Um, I think back in the days when Whitewell did his prop, I think it had one of the highest voter turnouts. It activated tens of thousands of um, user wallets that voted in favor of it. But if the you know couple of top validators vote against it, um, then it's then it's not working. Let's not let's not beat around the bush. I'll say it. I don't I don't give a fuck because I actually I voted with this. You're talking about the uh, stride connection that a lot of teams have um you're talking you know, about the, you're talking about the lsds and liquid staking derivatives and the and the and the and the reach that stride has uh you know there, there's not just stride there are a lot of um big players like validators or large venture funds that have vested interest in very specific or very specific vested interest in certain protocols with millions or tens of millions of dollars and they have very large validators backing them um so it's it's not only Stride who's who's backed by Delphi, which is a giant, um, but but there are other others as well. Um, so it would that's, would be wrong to just put it on on one bad guy. That, that's fair. That's fair. You know the reason why I'm bringing it up, and I guess the point. If trust me, guys, I know a lot of people are like, oh, Tank's aggressive all the time. I am. I'm a bit aggressive with my business now. I'm a bit aggressive with my personality uh, sometimes because I don't. I just don't give a fuck. Um, to be honest with you. Um. But the reason why I bring it up is because, like, I like to be real about my environment. I always have this thing on my show where I tell people, like, you know, fundamentally, you need to understand where you're doing battle. You know, like, in the old, in the, read the art of war, read anything. And all of this is war. It's battle. When you're an investor, when you're in business, all of this is war. You're PVPing against everybody all the time, even your fucking friends that have, you know, that are in the neighborhood doing other things, but are, you know, whatever. Like, it, it is. Uh, but in the olden days, they would pick the landscape. They would survey it. They would understand like the army, each army or maybe several armies. They would understand what the disadvantages and advantages are for waging war there or even engaging in the conflict right then and there. You have to understand your, your, your ecosystem that you're providing a service for, that you're in business for. And one of the re- things that I've been really bad, you know, I talked to you with Joe. Eric, I think you were actually, we were on the stream. All of us actually uh, had, it was one of my favorite ones that I ever did with Joe and and yourself was we were talking about this the risk and the overall landscape of LSVs and the environment to how it's going to change within the especially the Cosmos ecosystem once all of these start really getting 
uh, mainstream, really getting worked into the networks and the chains and stuff like that. It's a risk. And, and, and the reason why I'm bringing this up, it's not that I'm fully against them. I think it's great, great. But for me, I want diversification. I want options. I don't want just one DEX. I want AstroVault. I want White Well. I want a neutral DEX from the Juno community as well. I want multiple liquid staking derivatives. I don't want to just be stuck in a monopolized one. Here's the one thing, okay? Another example, and it just fucking drives me insane. Where I live, I have two options for internet. Two options, and probably a lot of you guys have as well. AT&T, Comcast. Fucking sucks. Absolutely sucks. Because one of them sucks with one thing, and the other one sucks with the other. And I just, I, I, you know, it's like, what do you do? Well, right now, the way things are playing out and the way things are going, I'll be upfront and say it. I'm concerned that if we don't start allowing ourselves to diversify, not just our DEXs, but our, you know, what's in those DEXs, what, what products and services that we actually have exposure to, we're going to get caught up in this situation later, much like it usually does happen, to where that entity that we only had the, 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 the thing, um, the enjoyment to, to, to partake with, is going to grow into a size so much where it doesn't fucking need us anymore. It doesn't matter. And it's their way or the highway. And we're kind of seeing that, as like you said, with the validator lineups and with the, 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 the businesses that are intertwined thus far. It's already almost impossible as a, another option. I'm just going to say that because there's multiple different services to come in there and say, hey, can we also play ball in this park? It, it, like, it, you can have all the benefits for the people in that playground and they might even want to play. But the facilitators of that playground, the, 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 the people who care for that, that, that park won't allow you. And that's bullshit. You know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. So I, I'm, I'm very concerned as a community member, and especially now, I will, I will say this officially, as an ops uh, member for the Operation Subbed Out for Juno, of, the, of how much we seem to be limiting ourselves uh, in engaging with options that are out there. Teams and people and protocols that are willing to let us play, but for whatever reason, we just, you know. Does that make any sense, guys? I know I'm preaching. I'm going on one of my rats. I'm sorry. I'm getting passionate about it. It absolutely <laughs> does make sense. I would love no, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's making sense, you know. It's making sense. It's just like, you know, uh, I would say something like that. It's up to the humans, like, community-driven, community you know, effort. Like a Mac you know, I don't know if you know who is Mac Tex. Um, like back from Ethereum times, like every fucking single chain. If you don't have Mac Tex, you fucking never gonna succeed. Mac Tex, which is mean like a human being or even not human being effort, which is putting to digital art or digital mind, uh, mindset collective, you know, it's, uh, sorry guys. I want whatever you're drinking, brother. I love you to death. I love the comments. I, I'm right there with you. I'm following, but man. Yes. Uh, listen, li listen, li listen, Tank. Sorry. Sorry. I, I, I know I might uh, sounds like fucking drunk, but like, uh, 
you know, I'm migrated recently from uh, Europe to Southeast Asia. I decided to be an uh, expat. And it's very funny because, like, example, in Thailand or oh. Vietnam, there is no fucking dentist which is open 24-7. I need to wait fucking one week. And I got infection of my wisdom tooth. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, I don't want to get too far off this. I'll tell you right now, though. Yeah, not medical advice. I own a dental office. Don't drink too yeah, much. It's it's bad. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. No worries, no worries. I, I'm gonna bring up uh, Eric. Go ahead. I'm gonna bring up Benji. Eric, go ahead though. Awesome. Yeah. Um, we were talking about the validator set, which uh, Sencom. Thank you for bringing it up. We need more people to understand what's actually going on behind the scenes. Um, we need more community members to run validators, and we need them to be the ones that are getting these genesis or these like um, legitimate delegations. Uh, if you guys just saw, like we just failed our prop on Archway, <laughs> when we are by far the most pro like prominent thing built on Archway, and we're getting outright opposition from people with fat delegations um, who are just known as, oh, they run validators who didn't invest in Archway, who have not built anything on Archway, and who have literally never shown up or commented on anything, aren't in telegram the discord like they have done literally nothing but they get a, a massive say in governance where we don't even have like a team delegation um we've like earned everything that we got and we're the ones that are actually building like actually building it out so while we had overwhelming community support we got shut down by these people who are invested in competitors who don't give a shit about the direction the chain's going um and yeah just got poo-pooed on so uh that's not what i want to be a part of <laughs> I, I like that's not what's sustainable that's not what's fair so if we, like, I don't know enough about the validator set on Juno. I've gone over on MintScan, obviously. Um, I assume DowDow is going well. Like, I've had good conversations with Jake. Um, MintScan voted no on us, which, I don't know, they do their thing. Um, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> but I would feel much more comfortable if it was people who I knew actually cared about the direction rather than just held tokens or just ran a validator and held invested tokens for other people who don't actually know or care and will vote against anything that they feel a threat to their validator business because they think that running a computer is all that hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, it is, I, I guess it is the, the bigger issue, uh, not just for Juno, but for the greater cosmos ecosystem, right. Uh, that's at hand right now. Um, so, I guess, Matt, it's, it's, I could go on and on and on about this. Um, my, my question is, how do we, as a, as a community, and, and anybody, again, I guess this is the, actually, this is a good time to turn it on over to the community because we have a lot of people in here. I see Yieldmost, I see Nick, I see Backbone Labs, I see Mayor, I see Homestead, PSX, Brasco, Andre, Cosmos News. Cosmos News is also somebody that um, put in the interest for uh, a position uh, within the charter. I don't know, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about that, by the way. Anybody that signals here, if you guys would like to jump in here and actually have an open, real discussion about what the hell is happening and how we might actually go about fixing it, I would love to entertain that because like, this is where we're actually going to get into the meat and potatoes, right? With the community. I know a lot of other people, um, and I'm not disagreeing with that, would like to say like, you know, behind closed doors first, let's formulate a plan, then present it to the community. Uh, I think especially with the Juno charter, uh, at least the way that I recognize it is like, this is, the charter is supposed to be upfront and engaging with the community proactively, trying to formalize these thought processes and think tanks uh, with the community, not, not, not after the fact, right? Like not, not trying to do the same thing where we think about something, then we present it and say, uh, depending on how you guys react, like I wanna hear what everybody else thinks. 
So this is this is the time, guys. Like, how do we, as a community, uh, get past what we're dealing with? Bring Cosmos News up here. What's up, my friend? I hope you're doing well. And Benji, if you're still there, I kept on trying to bring you up here. I don't know what was going on. Maybe uh, Sincom or Eric, you guys see him again. You guys can try to bring him up here. My shit's apparently rugging. No, it's, it's him. He's trying to do it on desktop because he's a noob. Hey, how's it going, Tank? Everybody. What's up, buddy? Just hanging out, listening to your space, man. I love your rants. They're great. That's all I got, man, is these rants. <laughs> hey, um, so if you don't mind, and, and I would like to pick your brain about the co uh, conversation, uh, but you, you have expressed interest to be um, on the charter in some kind of form or capacity. Um, I wanted to ask you, because you, you didn't really make it clear, at least from what I saw. Um, it it might have been different. Uh, you might have posted something later, that, but your initial post, I don't think you actually said where in the charter you were wanting to uh, participate in. But if you, if you don't mind kind of maybe letting the community know if they don't know who you are uh, and what you do, a little bit about yourself and like your intentions when you made that post. Uh, yeah, sure, man. So I'm uh, Cosmos News. My name's Justin, and I've been in the crypto space for a couple of years. I put up this post where I just go into depth about everything I've ever done. And um, it doesn't really matter where i go because that, that's the thing i want to fill a hole or just like you know be the the lego to fit into juno um to help us succeed you know because i've been since the airdrop and uh watched the crazy governance turnout and i just i've never seen a community like juno and it just it was eye-opening you know because i said wow this is actually like a uh could be the future you know something like this i, I was I think looking at it as um, a real competitor to Ethereum uh, when, it, when it first came out. And I, I guess even still just uh, looks like we're in that growing pains process of having to uh, stumble through and figure out where to go. And, you know, I was like, I, maybe I can be a part of this. Maybe I can uh, maybe I can help because I've got some leadership experience and business experience. Um, I, I've been a reporter, a self-taught journalist, you know. Um, had a nice successful media company that just kind of grew out of nowhere and it exploded. And I, I took the uh, local government to the ethics commission because they were going against free speech and other things like that and sold that business for, for good money at, you know, the, the high point, I guess, of media before it took a, <laughs> took a shit. And, you know, I've kind of gone full-time crypto and it's just it's a learning experience and i, I like listening to these guys um astrovault yeah, i've got thoughts on that and uh, yeah i just want to plug in wherever basically well awesome awesome uh, and i do want to kind of bring it back to uh astrovault and white well because that is the focus uh for me at least and and reason why we actually have this space along with juno um but before i do i, I just want to say like man I wish you would have put in not not that I I think uh, the charter right now actually has um, the voting for the communications because I was like damn he's a great fit for communications but I think there's only one position there there is one position that's going to be that that actually is open still for um, the operation uh, and I think that's it I don't know I don't think there's any more for development and in any case man um, yeah I, I I would love to see you. And, and anybody else put their hat in there, man, because there's 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 not just like uh, those sought after positions. Like there's going to be sub and there's going to be position or uh, sub. Uh, dang it, I can't speak today. 
uh, subdials within subdials, right? Uh, that, that are going to be working towards everything. So I love the effort. I love the the engagement that you brought and, and the willingness to actually work towards this, this bigger issue. Um, but going back to the bigger issue, as far as, and if you don't mind, I'd like to hear you uh, a, a comment about both uh, options that we have. Hopefully they, they still consider themselves options for Juno. Um, but what is your thoughts about Whitewell and Astrovault? Uh, I, so far, I like both projects. I just added some uh, Archway to a pool, like Arch and X-Arch or something on, on Astrovault. I was just messing around. I mean, the, it looks cool. Uh, it's definitely needed. Anything I think we can bring to Juno, you know, Reese wants it on there. And I think that's pretty much the indicator for me. If the guy who's building his ass off in Juno wants it, you know, let's get him what he needs to be successful, right? I mean, that's the, the get, get the people the tools they need to be successful. And uh, White Whale, um, I think, had like, you know, coming out of the starting block, some stumbling and stuff like that. But it looks like they've found their stride and there's uh, some fun things to do with them. Uh, I think it's a lot of streamlining and just, you know, sticking with it and attracting new users and stuff. That's all they need to do. Um, you know, the, the, there's a lot you can beat this thing to death with, uh, oh, we could have done this, could have done that. But I think it's just looking forward and how you know, you present yourself to the uh, general public, I guess, is where everybody needs to kind of find their footing. And we're getting there. You know, I think the crypto is going to be just like Visa MasterCard here in the future. And, you know, that's, that's about it. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Holly Folly came up here as speaker. Holly, if you want to chime in as well, stop me at any given time. Yeah, brother. I, I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you for doing this, Tank. Like, you are doing so much for the Cosmos. I really think that you're, like, one of these linchpins. And, and the fact that you are thinking interchange, it means so much. We need interchange maxis, uh, interchain maxis. Like, we we really can see the Cosmos rise as the chains work together. And that's what I love about what both Astrovault and what White Whale are doing. They're, they're, they have a bigger vision. They're open, even to each other. Look, they're on, a, they're on a call with you today talking about working on Juno, even though they both have decks. Right? They could be a threat to each other, but they're not because they recognize all the boats rise together. And so I just would say, like, I hope Juno has both these decks and supports them both and builds on them. I know that both have visions. I know, like, talking to the, the White Whale crews, like, they got NFTs they want to get over there. They have all sorts of different things. And talking to Eric, like, I, honestly, I think his tokenomics are next level. I think he's got uh, a vision for helping release tokens with the outbid. There's so much that's going on there. And it's just discouraging to me to see the same same thing happening where people just start nitpicking and yeah okay we obviously we have to be correct and, and don't you know mess things up but we've pushed so many things away and like you know i'm now on ashdow and we're releasing super guppy and i love what we're doing uh and but it, for me juno was where i first started in crypto it was my first love it was my first kind of place I, I made some money it was also the first place where i saw things get crazy uh with the raw drops and all that and just seeing how many decks we've gone through like we got two amazing groups right here why don't we just say yeah let's do this figure out a, a way to do it yeah we can we can bargain and work through it but i'm just saying like I'm, I'm also working with crypto dungeon crew and i love how crypto dungeon is approaching this trying to go cross chain we got nfts on stargaze we're obviously home base is on juno validating on migaloo let's do more of this this is exciting to me what you're doing here so i just want to encourage you to keep it up and everyone out there listening let's let's do this like we can literally make things different for the cosmos great pitch thank you holly yeah at the end of the day i know we're in a society that's like hey you know verify don't trust you got to trust somebody you got to trust the team to build it out you got to trust the infrastructure 
Uh, you got to trust the code of applications you're using in some way, shape, or form. So at that point, it's figuring out who you can trust. Um, uh, I, I know I've seen White Whale absolutely everywhere, uh, responsive to their community, doing everything it takes to make sure that they're held accountable, that they communicate as well as you possibly can. That's all you can ask. Um, in addition, they build fantastic products and and many, many products and, and empower other people to build on top of them. It's beautiful. Uh, we aim to be like that. We're not that. We're not there yet. Um, and we want to work with them to get there. But fundamentally, we're accessible. We're available. We tell you how it is. Um, if you don't like how it is, at least you know how it is. Uh, I've seen some feedback from when Reese was on the podcast uh, the other day, and he just came out just absolutely candid. And a lot of people didn't like what he said. Well, then they didn't like the truth. And uh, the comments now from the core one guy who I, I don't really know saying like, oh, well, he should stay away from marketing. Then you can't go out there and say that. Like, Then I don't want a part of it. I only want to be places where you can go out and tell people how it is. It's not good enough to try to fake it until you make it. It's not good enough to lie to people to try to convince them to buy your token. Don't try to pretend to be the best, be the best. And um, I trust the people who I know are going to be honest to me because if they're honest to me about the bad things, then I can trust what they say about the good things. Yeah, I, I really, you said it spot on. I read, you know, and I, I try to be, I try to be as balanced as I possibly can be when I'm reading all of this because believe you me, I got a lot of messages and I was like, oh, whatever. But uh, like, I, I, I'm kind of the same way. Like, you know, I, I don't like to hide the imperfections uh, within my business. I like to address them uh, head on, uh, you know, and, and especially when I have, when I'm servicing people with that, you know, I, I, you can't lie to them. Uh, it's, it's disingenuous, uh, and it's, it's not a sustainable practice, uh, by any means socially and or, uh, financially for yourself, uh, to partake in. And so I, I agreed, like granted, like it's, it's kind of, even when I watched it, I was gritting my teeth, like, oh, but at the same time, I 100% like appreciated the, um, willingness that Reese had to be very upfront about the current situation of the chain. We have to be real with ourselves. And I think that's the, the biggest problem. Uh, with a lot of these unfortunate people that are heavy with voting power is you're just not being real about the current situation. Like, or, or I, I would dare say you don't care. It's one or the other. It's because I don't see how there's an in-between there. Like, it's just one or the other. Either you don't care about the actual chain in itself and you're just there for the short term, whatever, you know, benefit you can get until it does die. Or like you're just lying to yourself. This is not a good situation that we're in, period. So him talking like that is the reason I'm here and the reason we're willing to build on Juno. And had we heard this a long time ago, we would have been here sooner. Go ahead, Senkom. Um, I'd like to say, you know, the space has been really amazing so far. Um, so thanks to Tank and Eric and also, you know, Cosmos News and Holly stepping up and, and Speaking their piece, um, been amazing to. Well, it's always amazing to see so many familiar faces here, and, and chat. Um, I don't want to be a party pooper, but I have to leave in, in a moment here. So. Um, Ooh, no. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. No, um, no, no problem, no problem. I, it, usually, people do it for one hour. I, I don't care. I just keep on ranting on. I think this is a great conversation. Um, to be honest with you, though, to, 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 I guess we could. Uh, we, I, we can keep going if some kind of has to leave after. But I, I do want to say this because, you know, Holly Folly was saying this uh, earlier. I, I would ideally would love to see the Juno ecosystem uh, take on both. 
I don't see a reason why we can't have Astrovault and Whitewell. Matter of fact, I sent Sencom and Eric both this message. I was like, I don't understand why we can't do both. Like, why? Well, our, our three, because a lot of people are like, we want a neutral Juno Dex. But just bring them all. Do it all. You know, like, do you, let me ask you this, Sencom, before you leave. Do you see any reason why you can't work alongside Astrovault with Juno? No. In fact, I believe there is uh, much overlap between the two projects and, and certainly even more that I haven't explored yet or we haven't explored yet. Um, so collaboration could even be possible not only on Juno, but on multiple chains. I guess I guess my next question is, and if you want to actually cut me off uh, right after this and say your piece before you have to leave, because I know I don't, don't want to keep you... Uh, how do we how do we as a community like what do you what do you guys think that either we can do as a community or you guys uh to get these requests passed like honestly because i know you guys gotten plenty of feedback right like realistically is there any kind of like give or take between the feedback that you've guys gotten in the past that's realistic they're not like ridiculous be, i'm like not trying to pull any punches if you guys think some of the requests are ridiculous just flat out say it and then tell them why but like is there give and take to bringing both of you guys on for juno uh in your mind with with the feedback that you've gotten i i think um so i i can't speak for everybody in the right group obviously every team is it's its own sovereign but at whitewell will certainly um re-engage Juno at one point. I feel like we're just starting to gain traction, so we'll try to continue um, getting a foothold there, working together with projects um, on Juno and with Juno pro projects elsewhere. And then we'll feel like um, we've now become a even more integral part of the, the Juno um, ecosystem. We'll, um, you know, we'll, we'll try again. You know, you, you miss all shots you don't take. And all the girl can do is say no. So it is what it is. I love it. Your, your tank, I, I just really quickly wanted to uh, jump into the question whether one dex or multiple dexes. Um, I just wanted to say the argument that the more dexes, the better, especially for white whale, because we also have um, these flash flash loans right so this only works if there's multiple dexes that's really important actually for us yeah and our um our unique concentrated liquidity pools will actually be a really really neat way to use and drive demand for flash loans in a way that's not exploiting and killing a dex <laughs> yeah i i again i've engaged with you guys so many times for me it just seems like, you know, as the conversation, uh, as a community member, first and foremost, seems to always go back with everybody's concern about risk management and, and, and whatnot. It just, again, maybe I'm just biased because I, I know you guys. I've engaged with you guys. I've seen you guys here for so long in the work that you guys do. Like, it seems like a no-brainer to me as far as risk versus reward. Like, we have so much more is with the with the risk that we're taking on let's be real let's be real but everything that we've gone through like <laughs> it's 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 funny to me it's like you this is here where we draw the line this is where we're drawing the line seriously like we have everything to gain 
and fuck it if it lives. Like, seriously, if we don't, like, this is where we're drawing the line? It's insane to me. Oh, I, Anyways, I think that's, that's a high note, Tang. Um, I'd like to speak my closing words, if you don't mind. Yeah, go for it, brother. Go for it. All right. So um, first of all, again, um, thank you, Tank and Eric and, you know, Holly, uh, Luna V-Shape, Cosmos News, everybody who, who came up and speak their piece. Um, as always, it, it's a pleasure to, to talk with sane-minded individuals um, that have a, you know, collaborative mindset. Um, that's always something I very much enjoy. Um, so uh, once again, I'm looking very much forward to um, engage with um, projects on the on the Juno community and explore if there's um, you know room for collaboration. Um, Signal, just um, one of the latest um, people we talked to, great guys. And um, Eric, I, I think it's also um, at the time um, we, we um, explore some more opportunities um, for cross chain. IBC intercourse, you could say. And um, yeah, I'm very much looking forward to continue this um, this uptrend and eventually um, speak to you again in another space. And of course, Tank, I'm, I'm dying um, to, to see your NFT collection because th that's when Backbone Lab's going to their, launch their NFT marketplace and the whole machine starts spinning. So... Um, you know, All right, you want maybe Mama less spaces before you leave. You want me to, you, you want me to make you feel better about stuff before you leave. Damn it! All right, I was. <laughs> All right, later on today, I'm gonna tag Backbone and Sencom and the well, and I'm a, I'm just gonna tag a picture, just a picture, something we've been working on. I've been working in the background. <laughs> that that's that's a perfect high note. So again, thanks everybody. Uh, enjoy the space. Um, please continue without me. And um, yeah, see you in the arena. Bye bye, guys. Always nice to see you later, man. Thanks, man. His, uh, his sayings were cracking me up. Hey, I don't know who he's talking about, sane people. I, I feel like I'm off my rocker half the damn time. Uh, <laughs> That's because of who you're surrounded by, Tick. <laughs> right? Um, I, if you guys would like to keep going, though, I, I definitely would, uh, wouldn't mind actually talking about, I guess, like the biggest issue of them all because, like, the, the, the biggest issue is the, you know, how do we get anything past or how do we get through to the upper validators uh, into like what, what seems to me, and I'm just going to be kind of frank about it, but it seems to me because I'm, I'm in these spaces and I'll just be honest. Like, I don't like, I'm not trying to shame anybody. I don't see the validators in these spaces with me. I don't see these representatives of these places talking to the people. Like I talk to the people every single day. I'm in. Like when I say I'm a Juno not when I'm a, when I say I'm an active community member, I'll fucking I'm an active community member, and I'll be honest with you, there's like maybe here or there uh, in the top fifty, but I definitely do not see these people that are making these decisions that say they know best or, or try to act like they know best about what's happening on the chain, uh, engaging. Uh, hell, I'll tell you right now, half of the feedback that I got for my proposal that I was on. Uh, in which I took it, you know, constructive criticism and feedback. I don't take anything personal. It's great. But you know what's the one shocking thing that like made me go, what was we don't know uh, their credentials. We don't know crypto tanks engagement. We I've been the most vocal person that I know and most active person that I know. And like literally people came to my my city 
I shared my city, my workplace. I had people walk through my work. I like, I can, what the fuck? What are you talking about? You don't know. Bro, we were just told on our archway prop that they didn't know if they can trust Astro Vault. I'm like, we've been building there for the last 18 months and I designed the USP. Like, yeah, but, 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 but where tank, have but you tank, guys been? Tank, that, that's actually something I wanted to ask. Uh, is like, aside from you, who, who is the most influential guy or, or girl or account on the Juno community? That's... I would say Reese. I would, I, would, I would say Reese. But you know, it's really funny. Reese is like in yeah, but, my backyard. But maybe, like... maybe you guys need to like start like informing the community that it's like that the validators are not doing their job right, right? Or at least like put some pressure on the validators that so that they are being seen, right? And that they're more active or become more active and become more, I don't know, transparent with well, I think, the community. I think, and again, I'm, I'm speaking as, uh, as Hank, right? Like, again, it, it's, it's a very fine line. Uh, and apologies. Like, I, I might actually, to me, it's more important the overall health and like um, protection of the people within the chain than anything else. It's the whole reason why I do any of it. So if I ever lose like my position or there's like somebody says there's conflict, fine. I'll, I'll gladly step down if I can just keep my voice. But I'm trying to be sensitive of the position now and trying to be quote unquote professional in, in, in the operations and the structure that we would like to have things go. It's, 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 um, it's hard, but I do think as me personally, my, my opinion about the matter of how we make things change is we have to socially, not shame them, but we have to socially oust them. That's the only way that there's going to be an effective, in my mind, change or like force of change, if you will. Not that I'm trying to force anybody, I'm just trying to educate people into like what really goes on. Because I recently put out and, you know, I, I kind of admittingly, I'll be honest with you, um, kicked myself in my own ass and put my foot in my mouth, I guess. Uh, when I said, like, first and foremost, I'd like to see two things happen. Cutting down, like, because I'm all about, in my business, how can we run as lean as possible and as effective as possible while serving our patients and our, our customers? Uh, and that's, like, my focus all the time. My wife's better. She's the actual operator. She's, a, she's the doctor. I'm, like, the books. I'm, like, how do we make things, like, efficient? And obviously, it's, like, you cut the fat, you cut the waste. And, like, listening to Reese talk about the validated lineup, and, like, let's be honest with you, we don't need 150. I love, I got people that are, I, that are my friends that are in the lower echelon of, of the validator lineup that w it would affect them. But let's be real. That we don't need 150. When it was a $40, maybe, and there was a lot more transactions and hype and like potential things being built. Sure, maybe. But we honestly don't need that much. My thought was, okay, maybe there's like some, um, some fat to be trimmed off if we get rid of some validators. And I, I made, mistakenly, I made the comment of like, let's just get rid of the, you know, the lower runs on the vet. That's wrong because they don't actually get enough delegations to create that much kind of sell pressure. And I was thankfully uh, shown that by people that engaged, you know, in validators and the like in the chain. Uh, and so like I kind of walked that back and I admit when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But not really, because why don't we actually take a look at what's real problem with the cause with, with Juno is these validators that are here just taking and not doing shit else but taking from the chain. They're not even engaging, not voting. They don't know what the hell is happening. With what's exactly, and, and if, if you say you're, you're responsible for the small investors and people um, of Juno, then isn't it your responsibility or the people who have the most influential position in the community to call out these validators 
and inform the community to restake maybe the, the voting power to someone else who is more active. Um, and then also like if, if such an opportunity of great builders maybe, maybe passes, like, like that's also another responsibility you might have, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Pleb Jr. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Pleb Jr. I'm trying to get you up here. I don't know. I want to jump on in a sec if I can. Uh, yeah, I can't put my yeah, hand ahead, up. Sorry, sorry. This, what, what you're talking about is, is exactly what I wanted to, to focus on coming up on the stage. And it's that we have these really, really like heated public debates between basically people that are more like risk on versus risk off. And then the actual decision making is done by like very large uh, validators and voters that weren't part of those discussions. Uh, if we look at like the sale with the whale um, prop, I wish Sencom was still here, but like you know, there's a lot of like really tough conversations in the community about that. Um, but in the end, it's like the decision was basically made by like Swiss staking and SG1 who are like not present in any of those conversations or anything. Right. And this is, I think, something that we need to keep in mind uh, because there's also this this talk about like, oh, the Juno community is scared to take risk, blah, blah, blah. All these people have been fucked over and over. Right. So that's pretty reasonable. Um, but those people who are uh, like risk averse, they're still not the ones like making these decisions. Right. And it's actually a common frustration between them and projects that are trying to launch on Juno or get funding. They share a common frustration in this fact that there's a set of non-active validators who are ultimately making all the decisions, right? And and you see that both with uh, funding proposals from projects that maybe aren't already connected to those groups. And you also saw it with stuff like the elections with the charter. We saw like big validators be like, oh, what the fuck is this? And like, oh, I'm voting no, this process doesn't make sense, even though like information was shared with them regularly, right? And uh, kind of not really participating in good faith. So I think that that's something that regardless of where we stand on specific issues, things like what decks should be invested in or whatever, uh, I think everyone should operate understanding that that's like a common ground. Um, and so from my perspective, I don't know if, I don't really know about reducing the validator set. That's not really a, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm ambivalent about that, but I think that. I, yeah, I've come, I've come to that. I think too. that you do need to decide what Juno's strategic interests are and then modify maybe the delegation program so that you can try and get more validators that are closer connected to the community, a better vote share, that kind of thing. I don't know. There's a few different approaches, but I think something like that is is one step. Yeah, I want to bring out uh, Homestead and, and Ven as well, but I, I do want to say like, you're absolutely, like I, said, I was trying to say it earlier, like I've walked back my uh, my comment about that because I've been made aware that, you know, that's probably not going to do what, what I thought it was going to do with the validator set. Um, but yeah, that's one of the things that operation can work on. Uh, and and I hopefully, uh, you know, I'm going to be bringing up like hell, uh, the delegation program, like we need to actually be incentivizing these validators that are actually engaging uh, and supporting them versus the ones that are just not doing anything. Uh, that's just, and I, I'll say that officially, but that's just me personally. Um, Homestead, I don't know who went first, but Homestead, go ahead. And I'm sorry, actually, uh, to our friend Pleb, the guy that I kept on, I, I kept trying, guys. I'm, I'm trying to give out co-hosts. I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry if you can't come up. I'm trying. Go ahead, Homestead. 
Yeah, hey, thank um, I kind of just wanted to get in there with what Signal was saying because the um, the sale ride with the whale or sale with the whale prop on Juno um, was kind of one of the things that really drove the point home for me, which is, and and Signal got to the point there where there's a group of the community that's maybe a little bit more risk tolerant and there's a group of the community that's maybe a little more risk averse and there's a group of the community that just sits on their hands and does nothing. And one of the things that really came up in the discussions and debates in public, at least, with the uh, whale prop for Juno, it was really like based on like this, you know, like blockchain ethos and like the ethos of Juno. Um, and I almost feel like that has been part of what has gotten in the way of Juno is what Juno was like born as or supposed to be. But like, that really kind of got screwed up a lot along the way and nothing productive was actually done. And so we're still stuck with this idea of what Juno was supposed to be, which is like this community owned permission, or not, uh, permissionless, completely permissionless community owned blockchain, right? Like Cosmosm, smart contracts and all this amazing stuff that sounds beautiful, but Nobody acted on that. They just expected that people would come act on it. And now that people are trying to come act on it, we're falling back on that idea of we shouldn't pick or choose favorites because when we've tried to pick or choose favorites, we've gotten screwed and we're supposed to be this permissionless, you know, open source blockchain where anyone can launch and, and the best should succeed and things like that. We've missed how many meme seasons on this blockchain. There is not a functioning DEX on this blockchain. We are going into a bull market. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm holding my bag of Juno to remind me of what it feels like when you invest in something um, because it could be something, but then you get to watch what it happens to it. Um, and I, I, like I love the idea behind it and I love some of the people in this community. I'm really happy to know Crypto Tank um, and I'm really happy that people like him um, and like Eric um, and like Crypto Dungeon and people like that are trying to do stuff for this chain and do stuff with this chain because that's really the only way it's going to survive because as you all have discussed in this space, governance has failed this chain. So and, and governance will continue to fail this chain just like it seems to be doing the hub. Um, but governance is what makes sorry. this chain beautiful, right? Like, <laughs> Dude, we're going into the bull market. There's nothing here to bring anybody here. There's nothing exciting. There's no hype. If you're selling governance to people in the bull market, if you're selling governance to John Q, who's FOMOing the Bitcoin having, if you're selling governance to euphoria i'm sorry it's not gonna work and i i, I really i really wish that's like like i said i really wish the people like yourself tank would be heard more by governance but it's falling on deaf ears it seems and it, it really can, is a bummer can, can i make a reply here really quick i i think that the whole selling governance thing it's like juno doesn't have any more governance now or a more complex governance than it did previously. It's more just like 
what it should, the way people should understand it is like, it's just transparent and accountable. Now we don't have like random multi-sigs thrown together that are just sort of like making decisions willy nilly and, and spending funds irresponsibly, you know, doing things like, I don't know, funding AquaDAO, you know, what I mean? <laughs> these like absolutely disaster, uh, really disastrous decisions. Um, and that's kind of it. So I think it's like, it's not about, Oh, we got this like big bureaucracy now, and now we're great. It's a now it's very lean system, very small people like tank, and uh, yeah, that's that's kind of my opinion. It should be more so like, hey, it's like everything's you can you can have more trust in the chain. That's kind of all it is, right? You can have trust in in the the stewardship of of those who are kind of responsible for the foundation of it. Yeah. I uh, I wanted to reply also to you, uh, Signal, about um, your ideas to adapt the uh, voting uh, mechanisms. Maybe so. So my my suggestion would be maybe uh, to lower the reward weight for unparticipating validators first of all, and then that in combination with transparency of influential community members who inform about the voting behavior of. The validators that could be something that could work and then my second point is it, it's it's funny and and also sad to see i don't know the similarities with luna classic and and juno um because these both communities are so decentralized and um they're running around like headless chickens i sometimes feel and um yeah <laughs> is it so so my question for that would be do you actually think that's a decentralized issue, so to speak, um, that, that there is no real thought leader in place uh, who can who can lead uh, the 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 sheep. <laughs> I think it comes. It's it's a matter of like your relative size of your market. Uh, so if you are a large market that others are deploying on. Uh, and really trying hard to deploy on, I think then it's easier to have like a decentralized, uh, uh, really, really focus on decentralization. Uh, whereas if you're you're relatively small compared to others, then you do sort of need to think more strategically or try to focus on can, uh, maybe not centralized. Can I jump in there? Yeah, go ahead. So I, I think I think maybe the issue is is between proof of stake and proof of work because with proof of work the 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 rules are kind of like set right with proof of stake the rules are adaptable so so with proof of works uh proof of work i mean there's there's one system and it's going to run right and that's that's where decentralization makes sense but with proof of stake i don't know it's adaptable and then and then if there's no thought leader i feel like then this becomes an issue as we see with Juno right now and with Luna Classic. Yeah, in, in that regard, like thought leaders, I see the primary issue is that the, the power is not with those who are active thought leaders. Um, between the camps that are like most opposed on things like risk and investment, neither of them have the, a lot of influence in voting on Juno. The, the majority of voting is held by uh, validators and groups that are like, not in these debates never see them in these spaces yeah. never see them anywhere same, else, same, right? so, same issue with luna classic yeah, yeah but that, that's exactly the issue so you guys gotta gotta push to to change that somehow so Maybe, yeah as I, as I said yeah 
I have so one of the things too. like, oh, uh, well, uh, let me before I forget. So just uh, one of the things as an op member uh, that I'm getting out of this is with the delegations program, like you said, is is definitely. I don't know if it would be. It needs to be much more than that, but it's definitely something that would help businesses. You know, delegating and and, and engaging and coming up with a, a system of sorts to kind of rank engaging and participating validators uh, in the Juno um, lineup. I, I like. I know right. that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And then maybe, maybe even punish them if if they well, don't. I know that right. like so, Null yeah. did the delegations program previously and had uh, some kind of metrics. But I think that probably it's it makes a lot of sense for operations or someone to to work with him to see what he was doing before and see where you can incorporate other things. And it have to, it would have to be done in like a kind of a neutral, fair fashion, right? So you're not just like giving extra delegations to people you like or whatever but if you just decide like okay here's the strategic priorities for juno here's here are things that we we would like to see validators accomplish to get additional delegations and then reward those that do so whether that's like community participation or helping develop things for the chain or whatever i can help you guys do this so 100 um, yeah so part of like what my thoughts have been on how to like uh, help fix governance help fix the disparity and like there's no punishment for delegating to the number one validator there's no benefit for validate for delegating to the last like the number 150 validator uh, which makes it more risky to properly decentralize the chain is having tax brackets for community pool taxes and doing so where like you tax the higher ones higher you tax the lower ones lower but adding multiple um, different multipliers to things like this including um, engagement but not just like do they vote on governance but rather uh, the percentage of um, governance vote from their validator that stemmed from the organic delegates. That way they're actually encouraged, like they'll lower the community pool tax for everybody involved if they're actively telling their community members to go vote themselves, lowering their, their governance power. Um, additionally, we could add a social environment, kind of like Spark IBC was wanting to do, where um, we could do these surveys or we could have like weekly actual debates and have these topics and see if they're in attendance and if they participate or have uh, the people who do participate vote weekly on like um, on different things. And if people don't receive votes, if people don't show up, then that affects them. Like we can weight that heavily if we choose to, if that's the most pressing issue currently uh, in the Juno validator set. But all of this can be developed. I've talked about it for about a year. Never really got paid to really focus on working it out. But if I could work with operations and get this set up, like that would help. Quick question for one hundred. I do one hundred percent. Quick question yep. for Eric about what you. Where 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 is uh, sorry, yeah. please, if that might really quick jump in. Thanks, man. Uh, so so I would actually keep it on chain actually because then then you have that that kind of rule structure on chain. It's it's once de being debated on, once voted on, and then it's in set right. And then if you have like you could do that on top right. That's that's what I meant with influential people like like having an eye on it and commu communicating to the community that's something you could do, do on top but i would i would have some something like on chain uh that sets a structure to to keep uh, validators accountable or to distribute voting power even more i love it love it i'm taking notes taking notes don't let me stop you guys you know one of the things i, I wanted to point out was that vote you know the override right everybody can vote we saw that with prop 16 everybody came out of the woodwork and it didn't matter who the validator was so if you know and i look around and i see politicians in the real world that do these like town halls and stuff to get their finger on the pulse 
of their local communities and stuff like that. And I think, you know, uh, a blend of that uh, stuff like that, getting the people to know that your vote counts, your vote matters. And I think with Juno has this uncanny ability to bring people out of the woodwork because it's like this big experiment that everybody just kind of follows, you know, it's on everybody's radar. Uh, so, you know, saying that, oh, it's, it's the validators, it's their problem. When really it's just the individuals in Juno that have a chance to vote. Um, that needs to get out there. People need to know that, that their vote can override a validator. And I think they do know that as evidenced from stuff like Prop 16, you know. So I think more communication, like if you had to double down on any one of these groups, operations, development, communication, it's communications. You know, you got to um, really get out to the people, be transparent. And I think we're doing a good job of that. It looks like we're doing a good job of that. Um, this whole charter and everything uh, kind of gave me hope uh, in that Juno was going to have a nice path forward. It is messy right now getting to that. The transition is kind of messed up. You see this uh, developer, Reese, who is frustrated, just spamming proposals. I mean, not to use that word. That's probably a horrible word to use. Just disregard that last part. He's threw up a flurry of proposals just because he is probably out of frustration wanting to get the ball rolling, right? And there is this process. So he has to stop and understand there's that process. But good job leading from the front like a general. We, we appreciate that. And the process needs, we need to light a fire under everybody's ass and get going. And um, we are. Uh, little D, I'm going to have a nice private discussion with him about, you know, maybe he should be sending messages instead of just, you know, throwing everything up there for everybody. See, I, he's a big transparency advocate, though, so I get why he did it. But um, we need to have more continuity, cohesion, all the C words to go forward as like kind of a, a well-oiled unit, you know, like in a football game. They got the guys who are like, they all put their fingers down on the ground at the same time. You know, it looks like, whoa, it's intimidating. We kind of want to present that, like project power, I guess. I don't know for, for Juno uh, because we have it. I mean, this is a national treasure, right? I mean, we've got, <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, it, it, it's such a good concept. Uh, we've been executing on it. We've had stumbles, missteps, you know, Windex looking at you. But uh, yeah, I think we, we need to get this Dex, uh, Astro in, White Whale in, get them all in, you know. But you guys also need to know that we're broke right now. So work with us and don't, you know, to keep it good. That's my thoughts on that. Don't feel bad. Luna Classics broke too. So <laughs> there's that. But <laughs> a few things I do want to touch on. Uh, Eric, um, Eric, what you just mentioned as far as like this um, social platform for the validators, um, depending on where it goes, man, I, you know, hopefully if it is something that you can execute sometime in the near future, I'd like to see that um, deployed across all chains to where it streamlines the communication process. Um, I think it was you, Cosmos, who mentioned communications. One of the biggest challenges is consistency in that communications until where the overall general public will build up a, a habit of a consumer habits of where to go to. Because right now it's like, you know, picking on the, the Luna Classic community. It's, you know, the Twitter, Medium articles, got to go here, got to go there, then vote, then a Twitter space to talk more about it. It, it, it. It's, it gets a really cumbersome and with everybody who has real, real, uh, real world jobs, you know, have family, the feeds, it's just, you know, 
one of the questions I keep thinking about is, you know, how do we streamline this to where, you know, instead of adding more steps, we can take away steps to where, again, what the conversation was about trying to make things a lot more leaner and meaner. Um, another key point that I want to touch on is that uh, I'm really excited about Tank. Really appreciate you spearheading this conversation because anytime I want to hear cross collaboration, it just, dude, totally excites me. I get really pumped and all the more kudos to, to, uh, uh, Luna V shape and, and Jerry and JG down there, backbone lads, they're all beating my head up uh, with, with this and that and white whale. It just love, love the, uh, love the, uh, the, the cross conversation. That's big. Yeah, God damn, that is a lot of C's. I'm just not thinking about that. Um, <laughs> but I, I think this is a good starting point. Now, as far as execution goes, that, that remains to be seen. Um, probably something that requires a much deeper discussion here later on more so in the behind the scenes and then have an, uh, another space on, on, on giving the general public uh, further updates and when that may go. Um, but uh, yeah, that's just what I wanted to touch up on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. And I absolutely, this is, see, to me, this is like the most valuable thing. And I, I agree. I, to be honest with you, I'm very frustrated. And this is kind of like my way of spearheading and taking action, much like how Reese did, like, a lot of people message me like, do you agree with all this stuff? Like, I'm not going to even say that stuff. I will say, though, we need to start acting and we need to start showing that we are actively acting and not just talking. Uh, and so I love this. Like the first thing that we're going to do in the next meeting, at least for me, is I'm going to be bringing up a bunch of times like, all right, I know I'll, I'll be I'll just be up front. You guys can see this in the in the discord for the ops. Uh, you know, Demi had, had brought up and, and Christiana has brought up, which I think is much needed, you know, uh, a plan to focus on structure, uh, on meetings and, and, and how we're going to go about doing things. Um, but I'll be honest, man, the next thing and like immediately that I want to do uh, is start attacking this delegation program, like this social structure of sorts. Um, if we can come up with a plan, we can start chipping away at it socially and saying, hey, we're not going to take this anymore. You know, either you engage with the community as validators and you guys start doing your fucking job. And I'm just going to say that like as a blanket statement, Start doing your fucking job and getting engaged and knowing what the hell the community wants and what you're doing like, or your delegators or you or risk like not getting any fucking delegations from from the opera, like, you know, from the whatever, whoever is managing it. Like, yeah, I'm on it. Fuck that shit. Let's go. If I can, I'm just going to hop off. I just wanted to make final statement for me is. um, Like, first off, just, yeah, the transition, every transition is is frustrating, you know, whether it's like even just starting at like a new job as an individual. Right. So I think we can all keep that in mind and uh, everything's going to be smooth very shortly. The primary thing delaying the implement full impl implementation of the charter, it has been just an audit for a contract for the veto contract. It's a technical delay. It's not like a bureaucratic delay. And I do wish that like, you know, uh, Reese and Jake maybe communicated that a little bit clearer. It's not like an issue with, with uh, everyone being told to not work and wait for the bureaucracy to do its thing or something like that. There's just like the technical uh, limitation and that audit I think is done this week or whatever. So uh, according to Jake, it should be good to go. And then everything's going to be smooth uh, and we can all kind of like chill out a little bit. Um, and then the other thing is, uh, yeah, I, I really think that this discussion about what is responsible interaction with the 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 network from validators uh is a really good one and one where there is a lot of common ground 
uh, between the different camps, the, the different very active community camps in Juno, whether those are more, you know, risk averse people or uh, risk seeking and so on. Right. So I think that that is a great point of discussion for us to for everyone to kind of to work on, even if there's disagreements elsewhere. So that's it for me. I'm going to I'm going to head out. Uh, see you guys. Appreciate you, man. But I also got to say, why the hell X? Do you guys put the thumbs up and the thumbs down right next to each other? <laughs> I, I hit that thumbs down all the fucking time. And I'm like, oh, oh God, they got to put a bunch of thumbs up. Jesus Christ. He's going to think I was thumb downing him. Yeah, that. I'm also going to jump off. I uh, just wanted to say and close close my, my, my speech on your tank. You got, you got to be the tank and fulfill your name for the community. I'm trying, brother. <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> Fucking Cosmos dudes. I'm trying, brother. Hey, um, I, I do want to get Benji up here. We we can we can um unless you know some something heated happens, we can shut this down just a little bit. But Benji's been trying for a long time to come up here and and, and speak. Benji, what's up, hey. man? Hey, fella. How's things? Uh, can you hear me okay now? Yeah, it's all good. Okay, great. Cracking. I couldn't seem to get on earlier, and every time I tried, it cut the volume out on the desktop and. X is just so stupid with their design that they require you to use a mobile phone and that just pisses me off because bad user experience. I'm not a fan of bad user experience. Anyway, rant over. Um, <clears throat> I just want to, to comment on, on something that I, wanted to, that I heard earlier on um, and, and this, this was the idea about sort of like people focusing on um, one particular application. Um, you know, look, there's McDonald's, there's Burger King, there's Wendy's, there's the, the local grill house. There's so many ways to consume a burger or a piece of chicken or chips or whatever you want to consume. And, and do, do the people turn around uh, who are putting up these establishments, put them up one per street? Or do they put themselves, you know, if you go down Chinatown in London, um, you'll get lots of China places next to each other. We get lots of Indian places next to each other up in Bradford and Manchester and so on. The point is, is you group often several types of businesses together and those businesses compete with each other. They and this fosters and creates creativity itself. It creates people wanting to create new things and innovate and push things forward. So this idea that there is there should be only one Dex on Juno, for example. Um, is a nonsense, really. Um, Ashtavolt and whoever else, um, Whale, um, will happily and um, productively coexist together. Um, Ashtavolt is made in a way that it can interface with other apps, including other DEXs. Indeed, there will be a future where aggregators will become um, the predominant front force of um, exchanging and, and, and doing certain things powered by. Um, Dex is like Ashtavolt. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a really good future for the likes of Juno and whoever else cross-chain um, that has this open, open mindset rather than a siloed mindset of, oh, we think that you should only operate on us and us only. We are living in a globalistic world where we all serve one another all over the place. Thanks to COVID, we're ever more connected than we ever were in history of the internet anyway. So um, I expect cross collaborations with teams and with products and even with similar products to coexist on Web3 like it does in other places. Um, so far in like Web2, 
you've got the likes of you know Facebook carving out its own niche, but it's not the only social network, is it? Uh, um, there's Twitter, there's there's TikTok, there's whatever, um, and they all have their own special nuances, but they all still follow the same trend in that they connect people for whatever theme that may be. Um, you've got chat applications. How many of those have exploded onto the market in the last 20 years after the likes of the good old MSN Messenger or going back before that to things like IRC and stuff? You know, um, we've got a plethora of a selection of chat applications these days from uh, that cater for things like, you know, deep security and privacy to gaming like uh, Discord first started out. Uh, and so on. So um, <clears throat> the same thing needs to happen with DeFi, with NFT market spaces, with wallets, with whatever. We need choice. We need competition. Because without competition, you haven't got to fire up your ass after a certain point to carry on and innovating new. But with competition, you always are trying to be the stronger athlete running down the street. and. Uh, getting your wins of the day or for the week or the employee of the month. That's it, really. So I'll leave those thoughts with you guys. Employee of um, the month. Great conversation. That's nice. That yeah, you know. Okay, there's, there's my uh, metaphor. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. I 100% agree. Could you imagine if what happened with when uh, at that time we actually had two or three other options? We wouldn't be as fucked. Who knows, right? We, but we, I, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't have been so fucked. Um, but yeah, guys, yeah, I think, I think so. I think yeah. so. Um, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great point to end on. We've been going at this for two hours now. Um, guys, I, I, I just want to say this too. I know, um, Sencom's gone. Eric's still here. Benji, you're here. Uh, Astro Vault, Whitewell, don't give up on us. We're not giving up on you. The community's not like, I'll be honest. The community's not giving up. We want to work. Uh, what, from what it seems like, I can only speak for myself and what it assumes, like seems to be uh, to me is that the community wants uh, to be involved and, and to have you guys here. Um, we just got to get that message out. We got to do the footwork in doing so. Hopefully we can do that sooner rather than later, because I do think we as a Juno uh, Networks um, goes, we are kind of on a ticking time bomb uh, situation of sorts, you know, um, but yeah. Uh, if anybody has any last closing words, please feel free. Uh, thank, thank you for the kind words, man. Uh, thank you guys for, like, it's just nice to be in conversations like this, to have decentralized ideas uh, in the marketplace of ideas function in real time. Um, that's what we're here for. We want to work for and with you guys, the community. We don't want to work for Delphi, uh, like all these other applications that you're seeing. Um, we don't want to work for these validators who don't give a shit. Um, but who have made a shit ton of money off of our backs. Uh, we believe in growing decentralized community and being a part of that decentralized community. We're going to be in these spaces. We're going to be involved in all these decisions. We're going to contribute everywhere you guys will let us. Um, and if you guys will have us be a Cordex on Juno, then we're going to be happy to build there. Um, if not, like we're not going to force ourselves. We're not wanted. Um, many people have voiced concerns. Look, we get it. We're happy to talk through anything and everything completely publicly. We'll show up. It will like whatever it takes. Um, what you see is what you get. We're not going to lie to you. If you don't like the answers, if you don't like the truth, if we're offensive, sorry, our heart's in the right place, but we won't lie. We respect you too much to lie to you. Please don't lie to me anymore. Anybody else? Well, awesome. I guess, guys, I'm just going to say thank you to everybody that listened, uh, hung out, 
this whole entire time. I know it was a little bit longer. Shout out to everybody down there. There's so many of you guys. It's going to take me forever, but I really appreciate all of you guys coming in and talking about things. Again, as much as it might not seem so, but this was just a personal conversation that I wanted to facilitate between Whitewell uh, and Astro Vault uh, and the teams within them. Uh, with the Juno community, this in no way was an official space from any of the subdials within the charter, especially not uh, using my position in the ops. But take it for what it is, right? It's kind of hard sometimes to walk that line. I'm just trying to uh, facilitate conversations, food for thought for people that digest in their trading and or investing career, specifically for this one, the Juno uh, journey. Uh, but yeah, guys, with that being said, I'm going to go choke out some people uh, and enjoy the rest of my night. I hope you guys do as well. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, everybody. <laughs> Later, guys. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt. We rape them under the earth. Sit and wonder about the worth and plate. Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served. Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless. Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets. Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments. Red down days got them acting all bankless. Yo fam, what? Check these token knocks. They probing this bear, flexing broken honest. I had to lay my soul down. I'm just roasting knotters. And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic. Never known the politic. I was born to frolic. It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot. We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top. We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom. Over impossible loss, it's all moss, and I'm liking the odds. Fond doing the morning, forming mycological bonds. Click the cap, yo, the road is highly involved. Flip a coin, diary falls. Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy. Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works, and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape him under the earth sit and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place smacking on the hostage like the shit is play for keeps clowns white knight and all these maybellines they call it implausible when model after model keeps on ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats tearing apart your community all these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity got a planet in reach coming standard to each i'm on the back 10 stargazing after the siege commanding all the management to grab a few seats and then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east y'all better sign a release when i'm bumping these beats hands up if i got motherfuckers drumming the streets yo we got a few dubs we got a couple defeats and if you're coming for the king you better have some of each motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the verbs i'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and blunder the earth say and wonder about the worth and play ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces.